Hey, what's going on? It's Dr. Mike T. Nelson here with not just another fitness podcast for fitness geeks only. And we are going through a bunch of zombie myths about protein that just don't seem to die no matter how much data we seem to accumulate related to it. So myth number five here, we're just going to jump right in, is that eating too much protein will make you fat. And as you can tell from the fact that that is a myth, that is actually not true. And they've done some very interesting, massive <coughs> protein overfeeding studies. Uh, this study was done by Dr. Jose Antonio. This is the effects of consuming a high protein diet on body composition and resistance trains individuals. So the Journal of International Science and Sport Nutrition, GISSN 2014. And in this study, they did, as I mentioned, a massive overfeeding of protein. So they went up to a highest dose of 4.4 grams per kg per day. So again, if we use our average 100 kilogram 220 pound dude bro that would be 440 grams of protein per day that is an utterly massive amount of protein just due to the methane production from that i would probably not want to be around this individual mental note if you are flying to the arnold event we went this past year again you probably do not want to sit near the back of the plane Tends to not smell very good. But um, so in this study, consuming 5.5 times the RDA of protein, quote, has no effect on body composition in resistance training individuals who otherwise maintain the same training regimen, end quote. Now, again, is that dose really 440 grams per day? Uh, I agree with my buddy, Dr. Ben House, who's pointed out that he doesn't trust this data because it is self-report data. They did not lock people in a metabolic ward and observe and cook everything for them. It'd be cool if we had one of those studies that would be done. The cost on that would be pretty high, but it would be great to see. Uh, so again, this is a self-report data and it may not be that high, but as far as I can find, this is only real piece of data we have where we're going super high in protein amounts and we are not really seeing any gain in fat. And you're probably wondering, well, why is that? Like thermodynamics is broke? Well, the amount of energy steps that it needs to take protein to break it down and then kind of reassemble it into something that resembles body fat is a lot of steps. It is very energy intensive. And I would agree that at some point, maybe you can convert some of this to fat. But the data we have so far, and I've done some pretty high protein stuff with individual clients, the results of that uh, do seem to match this. Uh, I can't really think of a single exception or people were eating a lot more protein and started gaining a huge amount of fat. Uh, once in a while that happens if they just go bonkers on ribeyes and their fat intake goes super high. Uh, but by just protein itself, haven't really seen that happen. 
Um, so in this study, they did use a protein supplement to get them up that high. When I talked to Joey about this, he had some subjects who were super excited because if you're a poor college student and someone says, hey, we're going to give you a protein supplement to be in a study. And when to be in the study, what you literally have to do is eat more protein. Uh, a lot of college age lifters get really excited. I know I definitely would if I was still in that area. Um, however, he said some of the same guys, one guy in particular came back uh, after a couple of weeks and wanted to drop out because eating that many grams of protein per day, he said, was extremely hard. Right. So the satiety effect of protein has been debated, um, but I believe that it is higher than the carbohydrates and fat. Right. So the joke I use with clients is if you don't believe me, go eat like two huge lean chicken breasts and then see how hungry you are. Uh, it'll definitely help reduce uh, hunger or increase in research that they call satiety. And most people kind of intuitively already know this, right? It's probably not earth shattering to anybody. Um, but in this study, what's interesting is that they did not see further enhancement of fat-free mass, meaning that if this super high ungodly high dose, again, self-report, so take it for what it's worth, they did not see massive amounts of lean body mass gained either. So once you get above the numbers we had quoted before, in English, maybe around the 0.7 to maybe on the high end, one gram per pound of body weight. We don't really see that you're accumulating more fat-free mass. If anything, it may help with satiety if you're really restricting uh, calories. I have used amounts over that in that case, just trying to get a few more macronutrients in there with something that's unlikely to be converted to fat and has a higher satiety effect. So uh, myth number five is eating too much protein makes you fat. All the data we have so far, which again is very limited on that, uh, says uh, no, that does not appear to be true. So for a healthy person, weight training three to five days per week, I like using around the 0.7 grams per pound of dietary protein per day. All right, so a 200 pound person, you're only looking at about 140 grams of protein per day. Now, again, that is grams of protein. That's not grams of chicken breast or ribeye or whatever. So I use my fitness pal or I like using chronometer. You'll have to go in and type in what the food amount is that you're consuming. See how many grams of protein that is because there are other things in those foods. But assuming you are doing that and you have some idea of what that looks like, 0.7 is kind of where I have people start. Because once they start going above that, I don't really see a lot of enhancement of lean gains. Maybe if they're training really hard or their calories are reduced, I'll go um, above that. Maybe I'll play around with higher amounts in very extreme athletes on occasion. But I found that that's a pretty darn good place to start. Uh, studies that this is based on, one of them, like I mentioned before, is from Dr. Donna Lehman. Another one is from Dr. Mettler. Another one's from Miro. And another one is from Wahlberg. Now, again, these studies were done in kind of a worst case scenario where most of them were in a caloric deficit, which is going to be a worst case scenario for potential loss of fat-free mass. 
And having higher amounts of protein right around that 0.7 mark, uh, even without changing resistance exercise training, was protective to hold on to as much lean body mass as they could. So uh, that wraps up our series here on the protein and the five myths that surround it. So if you enjoyed this episode, uh, one of the main reasons I did this too was to have little short snippets that you can send to your clients, your friends, everyone else. And I wanted to include the research so they can, if they get super crazy, go in and pull up the actual research and see what it says. Hopefully we can share these around, try to reduce the amount of zombie myths that are floating around. Maybe this gives you a little bit more ammo to fire off to some of your clients. Uh, a lot of times I've noticed just from coaching clients and trainers for many years now, if they hear it from somebody else, all of a sudden, oh, it appears to be true. Again, that has a pro and a con to it for sure. But the old saying, no matter how many times you say it does not make it more true. As these crazy humans operate for whatever reason, that appears to be the more times you hear it, you think that something is true. Again, even though it's not. So hopefully with these, you'll have short little snippets of different myths that you can hear and go, ha, 30 grams of protein. I'm going to send him this podcast. If you enjoyed this and want more information about uh, protein, along with a lot of other expert interviews and seven other interventions, along with the concept of metabolic flexibility and flexible dieting, you can go to flexdiet.com, F-L-E-X-D-I-E-T.com. You can get on the wait list. You can hop on to the newsletter there. Most of the information I send out is either through this podcast, which you're listening to, um, or the newsletter. That's a vast majority of content that I put out is direct to you and for only for people who are interested. So go to flexdiet.com. Thank you very much. See ya.